Hello, my name is Laura and welcome to Moja Meets. Before you might bring it up, yes, we somehow ghosted you all in January, but this was not an accident. At Africa Moja, we want to release content that is interesting and informative. So instead of releasing a mediocre podcast in January, we decided to spend our time preparing for this second and longer miniseries titled So This Is Love. Yes, our title is inspired by that one song you heard in the original Cinderella Walt Disney film. Originally sung by Eileen Woods, I'm certain this is one of the most recognizable songs in modern day history. I digress. This week, we're counting down to Valentine's Day, giving you a podcast each day until the dreaded or perhaps awaited Valentine's Day arrives. Though we would love to talk about love and the mystery of it, this mini podcast series will focus on marriage and the overall dating culture in the different regions of Africa and how they compare. Today at Moja's Meeting Point, we will focus on West Africa. General Noto, based on the World Christian Database, around 49% of Africans identify themselves as Christians, 42% as Muslims, 8% as ethnic religions, and 1% as agnostic. What does this mean? Well, it is common practice in Africa, and I'm sure all around the world, to combine practices of major religions with local religious traditions. I want to say this now and say it loud and clear. We will be going off traditional customs, but this is not a one-size-fits-all situation. Weddings are supposed to be personal and reflect the couple getting married. Especially with more mixed marriages happening nowadays, you now have a plethora of different cultures coming together. So prior to attending that wedding, do not be afraid to ask questions. You were invited, right? Let's begin. To give you all an idea in case your geography skills are panicking right now, Nigeria, Ghana, Sierra Leone, Cameroon, and Senegal are among the nations in West Africa. Before we get into symbolic traditions, let's talk fashion. What are you going to wear to this traditional wedding? At the well-known white gown wedding, everyone knows only the bride and sometimes the groom are supposed to be wearing white, unless instructed otherwise. Does this also apply to traditional weddings? Well, a tradition called Aso Avi involves close friends, sisters, cousins, and overall relatives of the bride to wear a signature color or cloth to signify, essentially, who they're there for, the bride. Sometimes everyone who attends the traditional wedding is asked to wear a signature fine, which in my past experiences is what ends up happening. The mothers of the bride and groom may also choose a unifying pattern for her friends and close relatives as well to show their kinship and age cohort. Now we get into symbolic traditions. You've met a girl that you really like and want to present yourself as a possible suitor to her family. In other words, you want to propose to her. Many traditions usually begin with something called knocking at the door. This meeting is more intimate as the man usually comes with his immediate family and the wife's family receives him and his family slash companions in their home. They talk, have a meal, and overall, get to meet the guy. If everything goes well, we proceed to Ladot, also known as the bride prize. This is where the man's family has to bring goats, pigs, cows, wine, buying, money and envelopes for the woman's family, alcohol, noticeably whiskey, and other things to fulfill the bride price. At this gathering, you have both the man and the woman's family, including cousins, but usually only first cousins. The amount of goats, pigs, cows, and etc. that you bring all depends on the bride's family and which region she is from. I don't know if anyone else's African parents say this, but mine always tell me whenever we get on this topic that the symbolism behind the bride price has drastically changed. 
that now it's become so materialistic, while before the items less tasks required were small but difficult to achieve. If you did not have the willpower to achieve them, you yourself would give up. We could have a whole podcast explaining the different layers of the bride price and how the actions slash items needed to fulfill the price have changed over time, but we have a lot more to cover, so I digress. You've met everyone you need to, you fulfilled the bride price, now what? Well, the traditional wedding. Now, the following traditions I'm about to mention sometimes happen at the bride price ceremony, sometimes only happen at the traditional wedding, sometimes on both days. Sometimes the bride price ceremony is in the morning and the traditional wedding is in the afternoon slash night. It really all depends on the couple and their background. So this following tradition goes by many different names, but the general concept is that the couple will consume some type of traditional food, nuts, fruit, or drink that represents something. After being consumed by the couple, it is often then consumed by the rest of the family, but sometimes only the couple consumes it. For example, the Igbo tribe in Nigeria share the kola nut. The couple symbolically shares the nut during the ceremony, then keeps the rest of it in their home to remind them of their commitment to one another. After the traditional wedding is the well-known white gown wedding, and then, bada bing, bada boom, you're married. Now, I know the teenagers listening to this are probably thinking, okay, but what about when we're dating? Well, it depends. Most African families in general are on the more conservative side, so openly talking about a boyfriend is not common. Of course, you may speak about him to your parents, immediate family, and that one super nice auntie of yours, but besides that, dating is something you have to handle. It becomes a family affair once you want to marry them. Now, I'm not saying arranged dating slash marriage arrangements don't exist. Especially in families that really want you to marry within your ethnic group, arrangements are still common. Forced marriages also often occur when the family is hovering around the poverty line and decide to marry off their daughter because of the bride price they will receive. So if you came to this podcast thinking I'd give you a list on how to get that one Ghanaian boy you have a crush on, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, that's all for today. Please let me know if I miss anything in the comment section or if you have witnessed any cool marriage traditions yourself. Perhaps you want to create your own. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for being here. Goodbye.